Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Derek, we are in uh, now renamed Allentown. So, I mean, it's you, always been Allentown. Nah, if you know, you know, though. Okay. It's been renamed Allentown. Josh Allentown. Yeah, yeah. Allentown's been renamed. So, <laughs> we'll start with introductions and titles, and then we'll dive right into all things your establishment. So, Perfect. you guys want to introduce yourselves. Yeah, so I'm Zena Lappy. I am the owner and the head chef here at Casa Azul. And I am Danny Licker. It's my real name. I am the bar manager at Casa Azul. You were born for this. Yeah, for sure. That's what people say all the time. <laughs> and then once you realize it's spelled L-I-C-K-E-R, not L-I-Q-U, kind of takes it away, but I just say it's like, you know how all Smiths were blacksmiths? My family also had a trade. You know, <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's amazing. How did you guys meet? Just the bar scene. Yeah. Uh, like he coworkers started. at some other no. establishment back in the day? No, yeah, he I came mean, to work for our first location down on Genesee and Oak two years ago. Well, I started like three and a half years ago, and I've been managing for a year. But I was managing another bar and then working one day a week at Casa. Oh, she poached you, huh? And then, well, yeah, so it was funny. He begged. He <laughs> begged. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. My uh, my roommate also works here, and he had come home and said that Zena, he asked, Zena had asked him, do you know any bar managers? And he was like, oh, Dan, just Danny. And she was like, oh, man, it's basically like saying like she was interested. And he came home, he's like, you should talk to her. And then... She was like, I got this space on Allen. Are you interested? And I was like, I'll quit my other job right now. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. The rest is history. That's awesome. Is it because it was so close to where you were living? Uh, yeah, that and also like the ability to do what I'm good at. And she like empowers me to do that. And like the more her knowledge exceeds mine when it comes to flavor profiles. And like I've never like she can taste something and tell you exactly what's in it. And, like, I can't do that. I'm kind of a dummy with that stuff. Like, I can't taste it and be like, oh, yeah, I taste this and that. Like, I'm more of, like, the general public where if somebody tells you you're going to taste it, right. you automatically start tasting it. Because then you yeah. start thinking it, yeah. Yeah, it's like the uh, episode of The Office where he's like, it's got an oaky afterbirth. Yeah. Like, I'm the person who'd be like, yeah, it does kind of have an oaky afterbirth. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Disagreeing along with it, yeah. yeah. So she can taste something and be like, oh, this needs, it needs more salt. It needs pepper. It needs this. And getting to be, be able to use the equipment that she has here is, like, such a benefit. And yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do that at other bars, you know. So what got Casa Azul started because you were doing a food truck 
first, right? I was. I had a food truck called the Blue Balls Bus that was uh, all orange. Yeah, I have a really terrible sense of humor. <laughs> um, but we got out of that with Casa as well. It's more whatever. Um, but yeah, I had a food truck. It was a lot of fun. And then the opportunity arose to do this Mexican restaurant um, and have it be a little more like regional and creative and not so Tex-Mex. And I thought that Buffalo really needed that. There was nothing like that at the time. So I just kind of jumped in two feet and got it going. And yeah, we've been here for five and a half years now. What was the food truck? What, what were you selling on there? Cause it, it was, was arancini, which was like stuffed risotto balls, essentially. My family is Sicilian, so it's like Sicilian street food. So what got you into like Mexican food then? Just the fact that there was a void for it in Buffalo. Gotcha. So I just started learning everything I could, went to Mexico as much as I could. Um, and it's an easy cuisine to fall in love with, easy culture to fall in love with. It's super similar to Italy and especially Sicily, which is what my family is. Yeah. So, Did people follow you from the food truck to your first location? Yeah, I think so. We got a, got a, we got a lot of really good publicity in the beginning. Um, and once we opened, it was each year was better and better and better after that. And the following just kept growing and it's been awesome so far. So for your menu, you mentioned that it's uh, regional and it's not, what'd you say, Tex-Mex? Yeah. Can I you wonder- dive into that? What do you mean? So... I feel like a lot in Buffalo is a lot of the same like Tex-Mex food where it's like you get refried beans, you get rice, and then you pick like enchilada, chalupa, Mm -hmm. taquitos, tacos, and then there's like shredded lettuce and sour cream. We're like the opposite of that. We're conceptualized dishes that we make like authentic cooking choices, but then we put our own creative spins on things. So we have tacos. Um, They're all hand-pressed, homemade masa tortillas. We grill them to order, and then each taco is kind of its own conceptualized plate. So it's not just a protein with, like, cheese and sour cream mm-hmm. on it. Each one's dressed differently for a specific reason. Same with all the plates. It's like we have taquitos, again, homemade tortillas, hand-rolled, they're fried to order, and then that whole plate is, like, a conceptualized thought where the sauce goes with the protein and then the shell. There's a crunch. There's texture. There's different flavor profiles, salt, sugar, acid, stuff like that. So it all comes in to like one cohesive dish. That's really cool. I don't know if you know this, but there's uh, like local public schools, depending on the district, has like Hispanic studies. And it's literally just food based and culture based. And when you go to your class, you're expected to bring in a dish and then everybody tries a different dish. So having that option here. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's it's niche. So way to go to crush that and identify it within our yeah. local business no, that's awesome. marketing. I did not know but that. yeah, so I took it because I was in Spanish all through high school, anyways, and I'm a foodie. So I was like all day long, like I'll hit gym, then I'll go to Hispanic studies, and then I'll go to lunch because yeah, like cool. why not just keep eating for two straight periods? Right. And that's how it went all senior year. But it was really cool to see that there's more to Mexico and even Spain than tacos. Oh, for sure. So to have your experience in Mexico. Did you try to hit different regions per se within the country and say like how does this like how does the south do it differently from the north and then how did you tie in even like different fruits and vegetables because they they like fry bananas and they're incredible. Yeah. So that that's what it is. It's a lot of ingredients driven uh mm-hmm. when it comes to regional cooking and then it's also methods. So when I was in Oaxaca all I ate was mole cuz that's what they're known for. And there's so many different kinds, there's so many different ways of making it. Each mole is like its own technique, its own flavor profile. And then when I was in Mexico City, it was a little more like contemporary and chefs were like getting a little more creative and doing their own thing. You go to Acapulco and it's seafood driven because of where they are. Um, so it's, it's cool to see how different it is, even though it's all encompassed under like Mexican food. 
And then she brings you in and says, this is what we need to drink with this? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, when I came in, there was already a cocktail list. Okay. <clears throat> and then I've had quite the experience in the bar business. I mean, I've been bartending since I was 18, so for like 16 years almost, which makes me feel very old, but, uh, you know, I'm not. He is old. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then she just sort of gave me the reins to the cocktail list and um, able to, like, empowers me to change up, like, the flavors mm-hmm. and things like that and mess with a lot of different things and see what works and what doesn't. And, you know, I change up the margaritas seasonally for the most part. And yeah, You guys just don't have well tequila. I mean, no, you have so quite the – is this, like, we one don't, of the better selections? So, yeah. I think so. Yeah, we it's don't, we don't carry – and nothing that we carry is, like, bullshit. Like, we don't carry a well, per se. Like, we don't carry, like, a $5 bottle that we're sure. giving people terrible drinks with. You know, Because then people get headaches off of it. Right. And then disgusting. they think they don't like it. That's sure. why when you talk to people, they're like, oh, I don't drink tequila. I don't like tequila. And it's like, you probably just had really shitty tequila. Right. Uh, the they one we drink on is it. what we technically use as, like, our house. Okay. But it's nothing that we don't drink every single day. Right. I, I mean, I drink tequila and mezcal often like that's my go-to you know i'm sort of i've been like a chameleon in this business you know like i've <laughs> worked for craft beer bars where i was an ipa guy you know and then i started working at a whiskey bar and all i drank was whiskey and it was mostly irish whiskey because it was an irish place and then now i'm here and whiskey just is not my thing anymore it's strictly tequila so when you if you're a whiskey drinker and you come here yeah. how do you correlate your tolerance level to whiskey to tequila because it, do they have the same like metrics per se where it's like ABV improved yeah, for proofs, whiskey? Proofs will remain the same. Yeah. And there's still gotcha. like, you know, a lot of different, like there's like rums, everything sort of remains the same and you can go by different casks and stuff. Um, if somebody's like, Oh, I'm a whiskey drinker. I have a go-to tequila on the shelf that I'm like, if you like whiskey, this is the one that you're going to drink. It's an Arte Nam. It's, um, I believe it's 1146. It's in between the second and or first and second distillation, it goes into bourbon barrels. And then in between the second and third distillation, it goes into French Cabernet casks. So mm. it drinks like a bourbon, but it finishes like red wine. So it's really dry. And I have somebody try that one time. They're like, this is the best. People are trying to take pictures of the bottle. And, you know, it's it's a good introduction into tequila for somebody who's not used to it. Sure. It's very similar to no free shot us, but we'll hook them up to Three Chords French Collaboration. Yeah, it's right. basically the exact same thing. They finished it in a wine barrel, mm-hmm. a red wine specifically. Yeah. So for you guys, um, what was the proof of what we just had? It's 80. Is it 80? 80. Yeah, it's 40%. But oh, okay, 80 proof. Yeah. That, was, that was really that was smooth. Really and that's that's the one that like is our house. Like if yeah. people come in, we're doing shots of that with yeah. them. You know? So how does importation work? Because that's got to be a zoo, too. Because you're bringing things. It's a mess right now, especially with, like, there, there's, like, a national glass shortage. Yeah, right. bottling is Yeah, bad. so, like, where a lot of things will get caught at the border, and, like, you order it, and it's not coming in. Things are out of stock constantly right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, you have to navigate it to the point where, like, when bars first started coming back after COVID, it was a lot of, like, hey, man, this is out of stock, which wasn't, we weren't really used to it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's weird. And then now it's like, and you're almost blaming the rep for it. Like, when's it coming back? Like, right. I really don't know to the point now where we're just so used to it. It's like, that's out of stock again. Okay. Did you have this big of a selection when you're a drilled spot too? Um, we grew every year. So we started pretty small. Um, I had someone come in and put together a bar, a back bar that we were proud of. Uh, Tony Riles, he's like a local, Shout out Tony really Riles. well-known yeah, bartender. Um, so he did a really great job with our opening inventory for the budget that we allowed mm-hmm. him. And then we've just been growing since then, adding more mezcals, adding more like Rasillas and Sotals, which are different agave spirits, not just tequila and mezcal, which is cool. Um, and the more that tequila grows in the States, I think those sublet 
uh, other spirits are also growing. Yeah. So people are becoming more interested in that, which is really cool. So when you're in that first area on Genesee, right? You said, yep. I'm where, just... like, what was your thought process as you were growing? Were you immediately thinking, I need a bigger spot? No. So our first attempt at growth, we went back and revisited the food truck. Okay. So I had a food truck. It was different. Then I opened the restaurant. And then when we started growing, I brought the food truck back under Casa Azul just to help spread, like, our, the word. And we were doing different, we were, it was a torta and churro truck. So I wanted to be known for something else besides tacos. Because sure. mm-hmm. we have a lot of other things on the menu. Um, the tacos are great, but a lot of the other things are too. Uh, the food truck, though, was kind of a mess trying to let people work it that wasn't me so we took that off the road and then i started looking at bigger spaces and then this place came up somehow yeah um there were there was a business here previously they reached out to me about Mm. maybe taking it over it was Um, a similar type of business right yep it was another mexican okay and then uh that fell through for whatever reason and the landlord reached out a couple months later and was like no no we want you here if you're still interested let's do it so that's it worked out what type of work went into the space to make it what it is today a ton uh so like you said it previously was a mexican restaurant and we didn't want to be known as like cantina 2.0 or the old cantina loco so we really touched everything in here we redid the floors the ceiling uh we stayed in the back bar we put a new bar in we added the bench seating all new tables and chairs um new window treatments stuff like that and then we did a lot of work on the patio mm-hmm. as well um and we try to keep our like identity alive but then also bring like a fresher like facelift to the area is it a new process to get a license for a back bar on the patio like is that separate yeah that's a separate license Uh, how was that because you didn't have that at your previous area right Mm -hmm. so we did have two licenses because we were two floors so i had one downstairs and one upstairs this we had to do a little more um like red tape because we had to go through the city and get like a patio bar permit but other than that it was the same for the sla well, also, you can't transfer liquor license from one location to the other. So, yeah, we had to reset the whole process. So, it's not like just because we had the other one, Come we on. could just pick it up and move it here. We had to no, reapply yeah. for a new. How long did that take? Forever. Yeah, yeah that's unbelievably annoying. Yeah. It's, it's like, dude, we just moved. Right. Like, it took not... an extra four months. But we, I knew it was going to take long. So, as soon as I like signed the lease, we put in for mm-hmm. the. So, while renovations were being done, we were waiting for yeah, the, permitting and things. the license. What does Casa Azul mean? Like, where did the name um, come from? So, yeah, it means the Blue House. We're named after Frida Kahlo, kind of. She's our spirit animal. She's like a Mexican impressionist painter. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They're just badass overall oh, cool. female painter. Um, and yeah, I've always been a fan. So when we were in the old spot, it was like electric blue. And it made sense to call it that. And uh, yeah, we got a couple of little touches of her all around. Got a nice mural on the mural of uh, Frida. Like on the, I always tell people Frida Kahlo is like our patron saint of this place. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was like the Casa Azul was like her safe space where like she would go and like create this incredible art. You know, so it's like this can sort of be that for anybody. For us, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm still confused how you went from Italy to Mexico and you like fell in love with Mexico, but you're you and your whole family's from Italy. Yeah. It That's was- like anti-Italian from like every Italian because I'm stuck with him for like 70 hours a week and it's just like dude Italy or die I'm just like I okay so that's like all I'm used to is just Italians loving Italy I mean we do trust me she sure. still is okay. Italy or die <laughs> we definitely do it's very very true I'll break noodles in front of her just to watch her freak out yeah. you know don't break the noodles Why, what do you, salt the, yeah, you salt the water and then cut. exactly enough Get out yeah. of um, some of the flavor profiles are somewhat similar like spice like yeah. red salt like some of it is a little bit similar Right. For sure. Like tomatoes are a big proponent mm-hmm. in each of the cuisines, right? I think that's the only I think that's, that's the only tomatoes one. and red. I think like, <laughs> kind I of. Mean, the flags kind are both of, red, white and green. There yeah, you go. It's just the Spanish way. is super close to Italian. Yeah. The I bought it with the same for forever. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're building your menu, how did you get into cooking? Like what made you become a good cook? I, I'm honestly shocked that you're, you cook, too. So I, I went to culinary school. I am oh, classically okay. trained. Um, oh. I was in. I went to Johnson and Wales. So. She just flexed so hard. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not like too boastful about it, but I, mean, I went for four years. So I did two years in Miami, two years in Rhode Island culinary school, and a summer in Italy. So that's when I fell in love with Mexican food. No, I'm I did do a summer in Italy, but it was Italian cooking. Um, and then yeah, I came back and I started working in a bunch of different restaurants in Buffalo. They're mostly like high-end steakhouses and stuff like that. But like I said, there's just a void for this type of food. And I always enjoyed Mexican food and wanted to put my own take on things. So did you always want to be a restaurant owner or were you good with cooking in a different establishment? Um, so I always knew I wanted to do my own thing. That was the food truck. And then honestly, if you would have asked me like three months before opening Casa Azul, hey, do you want to open a restaurant? I would have said, hell no. But it was just kind of a seize the opportunity moment arose, and I went for it, and I'm so glad I did. Yeah. So you guys met through the industry. Um, have you guys both used like friends and family to help get this whole establishment up and running? Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of sweat Especially equity. Especially now, for like sure. with the summer staff, our occupancy doubles. Mm-hmm. It's more bar staff, more bar backs, more bartenders, and I've sort of have been very lucky with a lot of my friends that hey come in and help us out mm-hmm. and, yeah you know we have a couple bar we have a bar owner who works here one day or two days a week and we have a guy who manages a one of the best whiskey bars in buffalo that works here one day a week mm. and mm. you know like they still come in and help us out and i have the staff that we have with bartenders are all super super talented to the point where 
and it makes me nervous you know yeah. like it's you know you have to be careful because i've always i empower everybody and sometimes you go to educate them and they're like well that's actually not what it is and you're sure. like oh okay but well, that's yeah, the best. i forgot you know what you're doing yeah so that you can learn from everybody and you put faith in all of them you know I, you do i try my best to educate all the bartenders on all the tequilas that we have and some of these guys that came in, like Frank, one of our bartenders, just came back from San Diego, and he was managing a tequila bar in San Diego. So his agave knowledge is mm. really, really good. Megan, who's been here forever, Megan's been here from the beginning. She was the manager when I first started, and she is her. She's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to agave. So having people like that around me, and it's it's incredible, and really like the knowledge that everybody now has because of that. And when it comes to agave, is incredible. Sure. And I think you want to surround yourself with people that you like one enjoy and two trust, mm-hmm. and then like the cohesiveness just follows after that. Yeah. You get you're so much less stressed when you can delegate with confidence. Definitely. So, as it comes to cocktails, because every time that you go to a Mexican restaurant, it's always margarita. But what's another cocktail that's like? endorsed by you guys that isn't a margarita that involves tequila paloma, paloma is our so besides the margarita paloma is our top selling cocktail uh, what, what is it it's tequila actually, lime juice and grapefruit with soda and it's Ooh. the most popular um tequila drink in mexico not the margarita really yeah margarita is just the most popular in america is where did margarita start in mexico though and they just came they in? did okay. but it just like took off in america because we're all bougie and we like the girly drinks i mean yeah. they're delicious paloma's kind of a girly drink <laughs> oh, too, but it? still yeah. delicious yeah i mean the both of them are super crushable yeah, yeah, Palomas. I I love Palomas because like I'm a I love Squirt. It's like my favorite mm. soda. Sure. So like grapefruit soda, grapefruit soda with tequila. Oh, sign me up. Dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's the clientele that comes in here? Honestly, it's kind of all age. It's a mix. It really uh, is. We don't really have like a. I wouldn't say it's like an average age of anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I would bring my mother here, you know, and I would bring a date here. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's. Literally this Monday, I made the comment, like, the average age on the patio is, like, 65. It was... That's sweet. Yeah, and yeah, then the next day, it was it's awesome. early 20s. Right. That's fun, though. Yeah. It because is. Because I'm it sure is. everybody orders something different. Right. And they change it up. Mm-hmm. And we're, like, new for a lot of people, too. Young, old, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're probably trying something for the first time that you haven't had anywhere else. So it's nice to see, like, people's reaction and get feedback and see people excited about your food and, like, different people excited about the food. Yeah. And your hours are insane. Can you touch on those again? So we're 4 to 11 on the weekdays and then 4 to 2 a.m. on the weekend. And right now we're doing Sunday brunch, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And our kitchen's open until 2 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. And you're only closed one day a week, which is Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Soon to be open on Wednesdays. Yes. Really? Yeah. Damn. Starting in like, I think we said four, four weeks. Four weeks. But we're probably going to stop brunch. So no more brunch. Football season's coming. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. No, you know that's true. Josh Allentown, like yeah. you said. Oh, yeah. So this, the kitchen is open city. until 2 a.m.? Yes. Yeah. Full menu. How, how, why are you cooking everything? <laughs> I love to cook. We have an awesome staff right now. I'm blessed. Seriously. Shout out Costa crew. Um, so I don't have to be here every waking hour. Um, but yeah, everyone who, who works here really enjoys it, thankfully. Um, so yeah, it's the product doesn't suffer when I'm not here. It's been awesome. You can't get like good food at midnight. Your options, no free shout outs or gyms right across the street. So right. I'm sure that Even you gyms get closes at it. They close at 12. Oh, do yeah. they really? So that's why we decided to. We were, I was, when we first opened down here, I said we were either going to do lunch or late night. Um, so we were trying late night out for the first year. It's been going really well. We haven't had any issues. It's honestly a lot of industry people coming in after their shifts and eating, sure. which I love, like feeding the people who deserve like a Food, really good meal 100%. at the end of their yeah. shift kind of thing. That it's was a big thought. Sort of like the joke that I make all the time. People come in from a different restaurant and it creates like really like regulars. 
because they get out of work and they're like, all right, let's go to Casa and eat. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that I have a spot to go when I get out of work. I'm like, oh, it must be nice. Yeah, yeah. right, You're still working. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I get out at three and my options are limited. <laughs> I got, I'm a lot of frozen pizzas, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That, that's a, such a good idea to be open. So what is the, the reason for opening on Wednesdays is just because it's a day that's free now? Yeah, and there's not a lot of restaurants open on Wednesdays. That's why we open on Monday, too. Again, like more for the industry people to come in like, oh, everything's closed. It's my day off. There's nowhere for me to go eat. Mm-hmm. So you're like, cool, let's open Mondays. Tuesdays have been a great day for us because Taco Tuesday mm-hmm. is like a weird made-up thing that people love. <laughs> and then so we're like, yeah, let's just follow suit and keep it going. That's really cool. You, your options, too, for food are pretty extensive. Like there's something here for everyone. When I was here, I got a chicken taco obviously but then i also got their brussels sprout taco brussels which sprout was taco fantastic the can you talk about that because you wouldn't normally expect to get a brussels sprout taco but yeah. it was so good so we we want to be <laughs> it is really good. it doesn't make sense <laughs> it shouldn't be that good it's brussels sprouts right? it's so good though the things i pushed off the plate fed the dog <laughs> yeah. she makes them taste like delicious it's amazing and um, it's vegan yeah, it's vegan. So that's why we did it. We want to be like vegetarian and vegan friendly. And over COVID, I got asked to do a bunch of these vegan cooking demos, which I'm not a vegan. I don't know mm-hmm. why I was asked, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, like I will figure all this out. Um, and I really, really enjoyed making delicious food that I usually would not make or consume. Mm-hmm. And then like the wheels just started turning and I got more into it. And now we have like six or seven different vegetarian and vegan options. And they're all, they all slap. They're good. That's sweet. <laughs> that's really cool. Good for you guys. So where are your social media? Where can people follow you to kind of get a hold of you? Do you do any events here at all? Um, yeah, we so we just did National Tequila Day. We had nice. a DJ on the pa- – well, it was supposed to be on the patio, but then it said it was going to rain all day, and it didn't because Buffalo weather. Yeah, right. You know? um, but, yeah, we do different events and stuff like that. Uh, we are on Instagram and Facebook, Casa Azul Buffalo. Um, yeah, that's about it. I love it. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you guys want to touch on? I don't think so. Just come on out. Yeah. Where, where are we located? I mean, corner of Allen and Elmwood. Yeah, we're on the, the corner of Allen and Elmwood. Yeah. 191. Uh, we have an awesome patio on the back. It's dog friendly. So feel free to bring the four furry friends or whatever. Four like yes. furry friends. You guys have got super lucky because when someone's like, I'm going to Allentown, you literally only envision this intersection. Mm-hmm. Right. So to be on that intersection, it just makes it so much easier. No, yeah. it's been awesome. It really has yeah. been. It's been such a good move for us. Like the vibes are been amazing. Like I said, no problems. It's been, it's been great. What's next? Just kind of keeping this place up or do you have anything else <laughs> new to, yeah, well, we might be working on something else. Oh, okay. And we'll talk about it. In, yeah, yeah, in. in the making, in the making. What are they doing out here? Are they just redoing the street, putting a better sidewalk in or something? Yeah, they're supposed to be widening the street, and then we're getting um, the raised parking situation. Sort of like they have on the east uh, side, on the other okay. side of Delaware. Yeah. And then Great eventually, the I think we're going to be allowed to put more tables out there. Yeah. Not that we need more space, but right. it'll be fun. And yeah. you'll be able to sit on Allen and Elmwood. Perfect. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Why not? Yeah. Cool. Grab a drink out there and margarita. Right. Sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tequila mule. Tequila mule. Ooh, that's another good one. Yeah. I like it. Cool. All we right. A cocktail for everybody. We got what? everything. We have a what gin drink, is, a whiskey drink. What is one thing that you need to have when you come here? Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with this. I would either say the Caesar has become one of our, like, staple signature dishes and the churros. People, like, go ape shit for the churros. It's kind of weird. But also, that took me the longest amount of time to, like, nail down, so I'm proud of it. Yeah. And then drink-wise, try some Mezcal. They do a great job of keeping an awesome back bar. 
What's the difference between tequila and mezcal? Is that a loaded question? Mezcal, tequila is mezcal. Okay. In the way that like bourbon is whiskey. Yeah. Mezcal is like the umbrella. And then tequila falls underneath that. And then you have like Sotals and Durangos and Tobolas and all these other variations of mezcal. Cool. Yeah. So much knowledge, dude. Yeah. And there's so much to try. try. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's being educated on it really helps with talking to customers. For sure. And it's it's the same thing I do. I think a lot of us that work here do when somebody comes in and they ask, like, what should I get to eat? It's like, well, how hungry are you? Mm -hmm. What are you in the mood for? Do you eat this? Do you eat this? Do you have any allergies? Then we can really put you down the right path on what to get. Same thing with drinking. Like, well, what's your spirit? What do you normally drink? Okay, well, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. You can try this cocktail. And people don't generally like it. I mean, our margaritas, though, are um, That's tooting my own horn. They are really, really good. Where do you yeah. get the inspiration from for them? Whatever's in season. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of like, you know, what are people looking for? Like, palettes change as things mm-hmm. go. You know, like, I know you guys said you do a lot of beer stuff, right? In the wintertime, it's a lot of porters and stouts. In the summertime, it's wheat beers. And it's the same thing with anything else that we're doing here. You know, I want yeah. like a lot of robust flavors and the wintertime and then in the summertime a lot of sweeter flavors and a lot of refreshing flavors mm. and stuff like that yeah that's that. awesome yeah. cool anything else we're, we're all good I appreciate your guys' time this has been awesome everybody go check them out Casa Azul Buffalo on Instagram and Facebook right yep. and then you can see what they got coming up and uh, come check it out you can get whatever you want get that Brussels sprout taco I'm telling you right now but try something else experiment have some fun they put a lot of passion into this so come on out and grab something good and grab some tequila or mezcal to go with it so thank you guys appreciate it yeah thank thank you guys for having us on a lot of fun shout out Casazo Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.